There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Devraga Personal Finance, episode 97. And in this episode, we'll continue on with the theme of tax deductions and discuss specifically about home office expenses and then focus also on those working from home due to COVID-19. For those of you that are new to the channel, the aim is threefold. The first one is to be educated about personal finances and improve your financial literacy. The second aim of this podcast channel is to be empowered with that knowledge so that when you go and talk to your accountant, your financial planner, your advisor, you are empowered with this knowledge to be able to talk at a level that kind of makes sense to you. And the third aim is to be entertained. Now, just a bit of a disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not an accountant, I'm not a lawyer, nor am I a financial planner. Make sure you take any financial decisions you want to make to your appropriate advisors. In other words, don't do things after listening to some random guy blabber on on the internet. Now, if you're stuck on what to do in terms of broad principles, here are some simple steps to get you on the right track when it comes to saving, investing, and personal finance in general. In my humble view, there are five easy steps which could anybody could follow. Step one is pay yourself first. You work so hard for your money, so make sure on payday you take 20% of your after-tax income and put it aside. Don't spend it. Step two is invest that money, ideally into something that you understand or something that you want to understand. For me, I just invest in index funds because I understand index funds. Step three is reinvest those dividends that you get out of those investments. Never cash it out. The power of compounding is phenomenal. Step four is do it for the long term. Not seven, 10 or 15 years. I'm talking 20, 30 or 40 years. I have some listeners of this podcast who are in their teens. Imagine the power of compounding if they just put away a small amount of money every other week and started investing in their teens. And step five, my favorite, is automate. What does it mean? It means you don't have to do things manually. Wherever possible, try and automate your investments. So if you can automate your pay yourself first and automate that investment, it just makes it so much more easier. You're less likely to forget about it and you're more likely to stick to the plan. Now, if you did these five simple steps over the long term, you're more likely to end up with more money than you'll ever need. Money is just a tool. It doesn't bring happiness. Use it as a tool to make your life a little bit better. But most importantly, the people around you make their lives a lot more better. Now to the main topic, what are home office expenses and how do these deductions work? Now, if you're an employee and are required to work from home, as many of us have been in the last 10 months, you may be able to claim deductions for things such as phone use, internet use, electricity, depreciation of furniture and equipment due to work-related use. 
Now, if you do claim deductions, then for the most part, and you need to check that with your accountant, your home, that is your principal place of residence, will still be exempt from capital gains tax when you sell it. That is an important question that I get all the time. I had to actually Google it and research about it. Just because you use your home as an office doesn't mean that you will lose that capital gains tax exemption in your principal place of residence. Now, for overseas listeners, what that means is in Australia, if you own your own home, and that is your principal place of residence where you stay, when you sell it, the government doesn't take any of the profits um, uh, as taxable income. So whatever profit that you make is tax exempt. So what expenses can't you claim on a broad scale when it comes to home office expenses? You can't claim minor expenses like snacks, coffee, tea, milk, and other items which your employer would have provided in the tea room. And I guess the reason for that is that the average home will have milk, coffee, tea, and snacks. It'd be very difficult to separate what's for work related and what's for not. And you can see there could be a bit of bracket creep here where basically your grocery shopping can essentially be tax deductible. So the ATO specifically excludes this. And again, check with your accountant about the specifics about this policy. Um, you can't claim items used for children's online learning, which is a bit bizarre. I I'm not sure why they've included that specifically, but I suspect they anticipate some claims in relation to this. Like, for example, you know, you might have bought a computer for your child as a result of, you know, online learning due to homeschooling, which is primarily for used for kids, but cheekily submit a claim for work-related expenses. And I think they've just, you know, warned people try not to do that. You can't claim for tablets, which I thought was interesting, and you can't claim for work desks either, which I also thought was in interesting. Um, again, I think if you have a dedicated office, that might change. So again, check with your accountant about the specifics of your situation. Now, you can't deduct um, claims and you can't deduct items which are already provided by your employer. So for example, if your employer provides you with a laptop, a printer, a phone, you can't depreciate any of these as expenses, okay, which is a no-brainer, but I guess a lot of people out there may try and do that to try and maximize their deductible claims. Um, you can't claim rent, um, you can't claim mortgage expenses, you can't claim water charges, you can't claim council rates. Now, this is really important because I get asked this a lot and I did a fair bit of research about this, and the answer was pretty consistent on a broad scale. If your accountant specifically states these things are claimable, please ask them specifically to substantiate it and give you references so you don't get caught out and make sure you keep a copy of that exchange between yourself and the accountant in the rare event that the ATO comes after you. But from a broad context, mortgage expenses, water expenses, council rates are not claimable and rent as well. So how do you calculate home office expenses and deductions? There are three main methods, uh, and they are called shortcut method, um, fixed method, and actual cost method. So what is the shortcut method? Well, the shortcut method was basically, um, you know, put forward uh, due to COVID-19, and you can claim 80 cents per hour of work done from home, uh, this is specifically COVID specific, uh, and the time frames for this are from the 1st of March 2020 to the 30th of June 2020, so that's last financial year, 
and this financial year is 1st of July 2020 to 31st of December 2020 for the 2021 financial year. Now you need to actually work from home. Um, so for example, answering phone calls, checking emails from home, this does not constitute work from home. We all do that anyway. That is not working from home. You need to actually have you know meetings and actually do proper work. Now, if you use the shortcut method, this means you can't further claim anything else when it comes to deductions. So you can't claim phone expenses, internet expenses. You can't claim decline in value of furniture and equipment. You can't claim electricity or gas and utilities for heating and cooling or lighting, etc. So basically what this means is if you use the shortcut method for COVID-19, then you can't claim any other expenses. It's a fixed 80 cents per work hour that you do. And I think that's a really easy, simple, effective way to claim for work-related expenses. Um, of course, you need to keep a work diary um, with, to stipulate the number of hours worked from home. So you can't just randomly say that I worked you know, 10 hours a day for six days a week. So it has to be reflective of the type of work that you do. Now, what happens if you've already worked from home prior to the 1st of March 20, uh, 2020? Can you still use the shortcut method? And the answer is no. If you had a pre-COVID work arrangement from home, then you can only use the shortcut method for during the COVID periods. So you can't, you can't use it for, you know, from the 1st of July, um, you know, 2019 up until the 1st of March 2020. If you've already been working from home during the pre-COVID era, then you can't claim the shortcut method for that. This is specifically for COVID-19 affected workers during that time frame that I've mentioned. Do you need a dedicated work area for the COVID-19 shortcut method? And the answer is no. And I think that's really important. You don't need a study. You don't need an office. You can work from anywhere. You can work from your you know, patio if you wanted to. So that's really important. And I think that's a good thing because a lot of people have to accommodate for COVID-19, basically had to flip from working from, uh, from offices to working from home literally overnight uh, in Australia. And it's been done really well in a lot of the states, um, especially for prolonged periods of time in a state like Victoria, which is where I am. So I think that rule to have a specific dedicated work area uh, being exempt is fantastic. So that's shortcut method. So what is the fixed rate method? Um, now this, this method is basically, you need to have a dedicated work area to use this method. And you can claim a little bit less, so it's only 52 cents per hour of work done from home. Again, proper work from home, as opposed to answering phone calls or emails. And you must keep a four week diary, uh, which must be kept as a representative of your work from home duties. Now, in this particular method, you can also include depreciation of furniture, you can include electricity expenses, you can include gas expenses, uh, you can also include cost of repairs of furnitures and equipment included, okay? So it's not just a flat rate of 80 cents like with the shortcut method. This is a little bit less, 52 cents per hour, but it also gives you some flexibility in terms of other deductions which you can do. Remember, which you couldn't do for the shortcut method. Um, you can then further claim phone expenses, internet expenses, uh, consumers, uh, sorry, consumables of computers and printing, stationery, paper, printer cartridges, etc. A decline in value of computers, laptops and phones, you can claim that as well. Um, and I think this is the point of difference between the 80 cent shortcut method, um, you can do these sort of additional claims in the um, 
fixed rate method, but of course you need to have a dedicated workspace. So for those of you that have had pre-pandemic work from home arrangements, this might be an appropriate thing because you might have already had a workspace dedicated uh, to do your work at home anyway, long term. Now you need to also um, keep all of the receipts. That's important. And lastly, the actual cost method. Now, as the title suggests, this method is basically you keep actual cost of working from home. Now, this may include electricity, gas, heating and cooling and lighting, decline in value of furniture, desks or chairs, decline in value of tech items like phones, tablets, computers, uh, phone uh, cost or internet costs, consumables for laptops and printers, stationery, cleaning expenses, etc. Um, you don't need a dedicated workspace for this one. But it makes sense to have one in this case because if you're going to claim, you've got to you know, apportion those claims based on what you use for your house and what you use for your workspace. So, for example, if you're working in the lounge room, um, which is not a dedicated workspace while the family is watching TV, you're not incurring an additional cost of electricity, lighting or heating. So it's already being used by your family, right? Because you're going to be watching TV anyway. So you can't claim those costs as deductions. So that's why it kind of makes sense to have a workspace which is dedicated in your home. And again, keeping records for this method is four week representative work period, including the hours that you work from home. Now, in terms of the actual units and how to calculate actual units used for heating, cooling and lighting, the ATO actually has a detailed breakdown of that. So check out their website for more information. It's a wealth of information, the ATO website. There's a lot of information there that you get for free you don't really have to go to your accountant to get that information, but you need to go to your accountant to be able to use that information in your personal circumstance. That is the whole point of having an accountant. Now, what about when you go on holiday? So, I mean, holidays is something that most Australians, especially Victorians, have probably forgotten during the pandemic because what's the point of going on a holiday if you can't go anywhere? Um, but some people may want to have a staycation, which I did. I took a week off uh, some weeks ago now during the COVID-19 pandemic because it was just, you know, I was working every single day and things were busy. So I needed, you know, five days off. So I took the five days off. So if you if you have holidays during this period and you are working from home, just like for car expenses, you need to keep track of your holidays and not claim those periods in the deductions. It just it's an awful look if you're just relaxing at home and claiming all of the utilities, etc. So you need to be careful about, you know, what you claim. So holiday periods, of course, are not claimable. Um, and I guess this question gets asked a lot. Can you use the best method of deduction that gives you the biggest bang for your buck? And the answer is yes, you can. So if you work it out that your actual cost method, you can actually deduct a lot more than your um, shortcut method or your fixed cost method, then you can use the actual cost method. That's completely legit. So you can calculate your deductions using all of the methods and choose the best one for you for your personal circumstance. Um, and if you've got an accountant, they'll probably already automatically do that as well. And I think this also goes for car deductions and other types of tax deductions as well, provided it's all legit. Now, remember, the COVID-19 80 cent shortcut method is only valid for the periods outlined before. So I think you need to go back and check which method that you usually claim and which method that you should be claiming during the COVID pandemic. You may actually find out that the COVID-19 shortcut method 
might actually work out in your favour for this particular time period. And that expires on the 31st of December 2020. So in summary, what sort of expenses can you claim on a broad categorical basis for home office expenses and you must keep records of? Electricity, gas expenses, lighting, heating, cooling, cleaning costs if you have a dedicated area, phone costs, internet costs, computer consumables, stationery, home office equipment such as computers, phones, printers, furnitures and furnishings. Uh, there are limits which apply here, so check the ATO site for what the particular limits are and also check their site for the electrical units and the utilities units um, and how you calculate what you use etc. So that's about it for this episode. It's a relatively short episode. There's nothing much to it but I thought I might add that in because COVID-19 has meant that you know millions of Australians have had to work from home and if you're an overseas listener I'm sure there is something in your country that allows you to deduct home office expenses during the COVID-19 pandemic because I'm sure that you've had to do some sacrifices and work from home as well. Thank you very much for the questions, likes and comments uh, on my Devraga Facebook page. In the next episode, I want to be tackling self-education expenses and tools and equipment required for your work. So stay tuned for that. Please make sure you give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or any podcasting app you are using. It really does help me promote the podcast so more people can access it and download it. I do this for free and I do it for a reason because my aim is to make sure that everyone is involved in their personal finances and by giving a five-star rating and a great review, it really does help the podcasting algorithm so that it you know promotes the podcast so more and more people can, can listen to it. Um, and if you really want, leave a creative review uh, and if there's anything creative or something interesting, I'll pick it out and I'll read it live on the episode. Now, remember to like Devraga Facebook page. Shout out to questions and comments. I get a lot of comments and questions by private messaging. So keep that up. That keeps me on my toes uh, because I don't know the answers all the time. But my sort of aims is to provide principles and concepts which you can perhaps use in your own life, in your personal finance, and maybe even outside of personal finance, because I'm very much a systems-based person. Thank you very much for the topic suggestions as well. Share this channel with family and friends. Um, I'm available on Apple, Anchor, CastBox, Spotify, and all the major podcasting apps. I've also got my own website, devraga.com, D-E-V-R-A-G-A.com. And remember, always pay yourself first. Take 20% of your after-tax income and put it aside. And the reason why I say that is because in 50 years' time, if devraga.com exists and I'm still around and uh, I might not even be around, but if it exists and you listen to this podcast, I think that timeless principle of just paying yourself first, that 20%, is going to exist forever. Uh, whether you listen to it in 2020 or 2050 or 2100 or 2100, doesn't matter. It's the same principle, and that is you've got to pay yourself first so that you can start investing early in life. And learn more about income and deductions. Think about whether you've been asked to work from home due to COVID-19 and make sure you keep accurate records to substantiate any claims. I have a feeling the ATO is going to have their antennas up this year because there's going to be a lot of cheeky little claims coming their way, I'm sure. Be sure to claim what is duly work-related. Millions of Australians have been mandated work from home due to COVID-19, so it's a valid reason to claim a deduction. Don't be afraid to claim for deductions, but do it properly. Have substantiation. Receipts. Speak to your accountant. Do it the legit way. There are systems and processes involved to help people who work from home in order to claim tax deductions.
So always check with your professional accountant. This is DevRucker Personal Finance, episode 97. And as always, please make sure you stay safe.